0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Food Network Obsessed. This is the podcast where we dish on all things Food Network with your favorite Food Network stars. I'm your host, Jamie Sire, and today we have two stars of the new Discovery Plus show, Serving the Hamptons, on to talk about all the dishes and drama at the center of the iconic Hamptons restaurant, 75 Main. But before we get to our guests, we have some exciting news to share. Food Network Obsessed has been nominated for a Webby Award. Our team is incredibly excited, but we need your help to win. So click into the episode description and you'll see a link to vote. It would really mean a lot. So please go vote. All right, back to our guests. He is the owner of 75 Maine and Zardum Hospitality, and she not only manages 75 Maine, but also their staff and shenanigans on the Discovery Plus show Serving the Hamptons. It's Zach Erdem and Victoria Hilton. Zach and Victoria, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to talk all things Serving the Hamptons. Before we get started, can each of you just introduce yourselves and your title as it relates to the show so our listeners know who they're hearing?
1: I am uh, Zach Erdem. On uh, 75 main restaurant and 75 main group.
2: And I'm Victoria Helton, the manager at 75 main.
0: <laughs> yes, you are both central figures in the new Discovery Plus show, Serving the Hamptons, which is a spinoff of the series, Selling the Hamptons. So, I mean, what is in the water out there that generates this entertainment and sense of curiosity with the viewers?
2: Oh my God, it's just so much, it's so much fun out here. And we all love each other. It's nothing but family out here. And we just have yeah. a great time. Beautiful weather, beautiful scenery, and it's just what it is out here—the Hamptons. Zach, would you agree? One hundred percent. I mean, Hamptons is in the like
1: center of the, all the actions. I mean, you're wanna be in the Hamptons. Um, summertime is the world best place, and uh, actions and uh, people here—it's. Like movie every day, mm-hmm. you're coming to the Hamptons, you're one of the best places in the world. So 100%. There is no other place better than Hamptons.
0: Yeah, no, it's a great spot. And if you could both describe the Hamptons in just a few words, what would they be?
1: Spectacular, adventurous. It's home to some of America's rich and famous. The Hamptons uh, features beautiful sandy beaches, like Cooper's Beach is oh, the number Cooper's one beach in America. Gorgeous. And the Hamptons offers fine and bland between high lifestyle and history.
0: Zach, as we mentioned, you are the owner of 75 Main, an iconic Hamptons restaurant. And your staff and their personal, interpersonal and professional lives are the focus of this show. So what can viewers expect to see this season?
1: Well, people going to love this show. So you basically know the like front of the house you never get a chance to sit behind the curtain. So now, as things are different, you're gonna see what you don't see on the in the restaurant. I mean, ha- service industry is very important. Anywhere you go in the world, you wanna end up in the restaurant and stuff. You always worry about it, how this restaurant runs, how these people get ready, how where these people stay. Where they come I mean, from, where they come yeah. from. And then you're basically gonna experience everything in our show.
0: The restaurant industry, and, and especially, you know, at, at the individual restaurants, I mean, it's, it's like one big family, right? So there's 100%. Just I
2: mean, <laughs> functional, but 100% family.
0: Yeah, we're excited to see all the, the ins and outs of, of what makes that family dynamic. How did the two of you meet?
1: Victoria is a great person. I never met him before. So lately, the pandemic, a couple years now. Yeah. This man walks in the restaurant, <gasps> comes in with this like all energy hyper, and goes to the bar, <laughs> ask for Jägermeister's shot. So we, as a restaurant, we had a couple bottles left and we never sold them. And I'm like telling my brother, the manager, I was like, wow, this guy is a golden. <laughs> Keep him coming back. We're not going to order anymore, but let's see how much is he going to drink. <laughs> so in one busy weekend, so we're work all running rushing. I'm helping the floor, cleaning tables, taking orders and stuff. And my phone is ringing and people waiting over at the door to be seated. So, I'm seeing this Victoria having his shot at the bar and smiling. <laughs> I'm like, Victoria, pick up the phone.
2: Yeah. And that yeah. was it. I, we started talking about everything else because I did clubs for New York City for 20 years. So, I ran all the big clubs. I was like the owner's wife. You know, I'm always around doing parties, did drag and all that stuff. So, I'm so used to the club life, entertaining, taking care of people. And I just, it worked out perfectly. And it was all. great. It was
1: yeah. really great on that. So, I'm yeah. like, this guy is really golden. I
2: <laughs> the same day. And the people
1: are enjoying journeys conversation. People are, you know, these
0: <laughs> people how could you not? The the, the personality is in the energy.
2: But it's the joke. I, I get these people these one liners. I just have, and I just I, I just have a good time. Good energy makes good people happy. That's he made for.
0: Well, you're in the right profession because you are the manager of 75 Main, as well as the self-proclaimed house mama, to all of the staff who are. By the way, living together in a house out there during filming. So tell us, what are some of the house rules you had to lay down and and does everyone follow them?
2: Well, my main thing was no hooking up because I basically tried to tell me like brother and sister. So I tried to stop them from hooking up. But good luck with that one. Yeah, of course. And then it was like, be on time for work. No drinking, no big parties. And that all went to shit.
0: Did anyone follow the rules? Hell no, child, they children the core. Okay, who is the biggest rule breaker in the house then? Oh,
2: that'll have to be your Ethan, worst, well, uh, uh, Ethan, Ethan, uh, Ethan and Jill. And Jill. Yeah, Jill Ethan and Jill. and
0: Jill. Okay, we kind of got a little taste of that during that first episode. How do you approach, like, awkward situations or having to call these people out, either at the house or at the restaurant?
2: Well, I was a little soft on it. Zach wasn't really, like, the daddy of the situation. <laughs> I was, like, the mom. He just likes being a nursery, like, being very timid about it. Because I've always liked to be the happy one.
0: I mean, you need that. You need that. What would you say, Victoria, your, your personal approach to management is? And and what do you think makes a good leader?
2: I always say, follow the rules. At the same time, t- make sure everything's done. I like to complete all my jobs. I go for it 100%, always say 100% into it. And just make sure you take care of the customers first, always. Cleanliness, cleanliness, cleanliness. Because we're coming out of pan today. So we really had to really watch out for all the rules, all the regulations and be on top of it.
0: Uh, and Zach, you are also the founder of Zerdum Hospitality. You own two other restaurants in the Hamptons. How did you get your start in the hospitality industry? And and what's been the key to your success and your growth?
1: When I was a little kid, I was in my mom's kitchen. Like I was always the one that chopped on the stuff for my mom and peeled the <laughs> so- potatoes and onions. Chef. And I was always the sous chef at mm-hmm. my mom's little kitchen. But this was Uh years ago when I was like 10, 11 older. Is this
0: back in Turkey? Back
1: in Turkey. As you know, I'm from Turkey. So then when I came to America, I was looking forward to anything just to survive. Well, like do anything takes to get my life together and stand up my feet and all. I started working professionally at Nello's. Nello's restaurant in Manhattan. And he had a restaurant there and in the Hamptons. Actually, where we are now. It used to be Nello's, but now I own it it's
0: my Mm. restaurant (laughs) oh wow what a full circle right (laughs) full circle Ah. Ah.
1: yeah i worked for nello's busser and uh, serving and managing bartending and managing then became a gm and running nello's two restaurants in one in city one in here met all the beautiful clients that he had and it was a great opportunity for me and i always had a vision to be my own i never wanted like I want to work for this guy the rest of my life, or I want, to work, I want to do this job the rest of my life. I mean, I always look for another opportunity. Yeah. No matter how comfortable I was, I don't like to be in my comfortable zone. Managing Nellos, learning a lot, meeting good people. And then I end up getting fired at Nellos. When I got fired, the best thing happened to me in my life. And then I came to the Hamptons again, and I uh, got in touch with the owner of 75 Main. On the same day, and I made her to flew to New York next day and sign all the paper for me, and I bought a seventy five May, yeah. May two thousand ten. Since then, I mean seventy five May became a very successful, and as as I said, I worked for Nello's, who had the best client in the Hamptons and city. So people who knew me and all those, okay, you man. know, the news broke up and everything, and people were like, you know what, F Nello. We love this guy and we're going to go to support him. which it happened. I mean, Nello he here. Yeah. Nello closed down. I basically took all the customers and I was the new kid on the block and uh, it was a great success for me. My restaurant was packed, line outside in the door and people <laughs> were waiting for weeks to get in the restaurant. Wow. And it became a place to be. And then it's, you know, the God is great. So everything turned out so positive for me from the negative. And sometimes the, you're thinking about, you're giving all your art to Nellos and then lending all my money to Nellos, pay his bills. And, but then end up getting fired. I was really heartbroken. You have the very negative energy there. What do you want to do? You have to make, make it positive to get back to your life. Yeah, so I took the big risk, big chance and made it the worst time of my life and then turned to the, my best time of my life. <laughs> and I took my restaurant. And now I, I mean, employed close to 300 people over the summer. <laughs> like I mean, you're looking at it. It's really a big change of my life, and I do have a more project coming this summer. I haven't uh, we didn't uh, publish it yet, but I am working on close another two deals very soon. I mean, the goal is to be a worldwide, and I like to have a restaurant in Turkey, in London, in Dubai, Saudi Arabia is now really hot. So, yeah, it's like I roommate. mean, really something that you have to follow. Like same thing in the technology, like. You follow up with all the tech, you know firms that they they make our life easy. So same thing in the restaurant business and the hospitality is so important. I mean, I not going to be only own the restaurants. I like to own the hotels. I like to
2: own the clubs and all kind of stuff. Lifestyle experience at all. Full. I was born for the. That's Full circle. Yeah. Take care of every part of the lifestyle that we live out here in Campden's, from restaurants to hoteling. Take care of where to go, knowing every connection to where it is. That's how you have a full circle around here it's Everybody all about the body. team
1: though team without team yeah. i won't be you know succeeding or anything you mm-hmm. you have to have the team so victoria and i had an interesting story i told earlier today. yeah <laughs> so victoria was a great like you know people love him i know i wanted one day i wasn't in too good mood this table is complaining like non everything oh, yeah. was wrong and everything was just going back to the kitchen <laughs> but I'm, upset. I'm like listen this food cannot go to garbage i mean there's something wrong with a the lot, customer. Yeah. Or I'm like, Victoria, you know what? I really cannot deal with this customer. Would you please go take care of them? <laughs> Victoria goes to the table, comes back in two seconds. like, and I seen this customer, they left so happy. They're hardening them. I'm like, how did you make that happen? Guess what?
2: Victor, they just come so like to hold check. I cheered him up like that. <laughs> <laughs> just two minutes. <laughs> That's happened. Just laughing, little jokes here and there, and they were all good.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting thing about, you know, running a, a restaurant out there in the Hamptons. I mean, obviously, you're, you're attracting lots of high-end clientele, celebrities. What are your perspectives on on how to train your staff to interact and service your guests, no matter who they are?
1: For me, it was always like the customers are my family. Anybody walks in my door, my customers not giving me a favor to come to my door. There is so many other restaurants. There's so many other options they can go. But they come into my restaurant. They're expecting something. They know that I'm going to be there. I'm going to treat them like as a family. Mm -hmm. They are right. You know, those expectation is for them. So when I walk in my restaurant in the morning, the first thing I will go check my every single person who is in the restaurant. and I want to make sure the people are there that I need it all day. There's some people that, you know. The kids comes from Europe. There's some people comes, you know, all over. Those people <laughs> sure. are so excited to see the celebrities. So when you walk in, you have a Leonardo Lady Cup the corner having dinner with me. And you go to another table, you have a Jimmy Fallon. You have a- yeah. <laughs> so there's all things happen in one roof. How can I help just my staff to act like everyone is celebrity here. So I never forget, there was um, the people, you know, the customers all over. People were so excited. My my team, my staff, the kids comes from the Europe, they were like, oh, we really want a picture. We want. I'm like, listen, you have to be very careful. Every summer when I sit down with my major you meeting with the that. summer starts, I will be telling the first thing. You will see all the celebrities, all the rock stars, all the movie stars, all the scene and your Back in your counter, mm-hmm. you're gonna see those people, you're gonna serve them. All I want you to be same exactly what you serve serving that guy on the corner. It has to be same. You can't just oh, jump on the oven. and you're su- super excited. You can you'll be just excited. Be cloud happy, but yeah. make sure you keep your excitement on you and then we make sure you serve that coffee same exactly to the other person you're 100%. serving it. And then walk away, do your other things. So it's a cool treatment as the key. And uh, look, as I said before, every single customer walks in my door. They're Obviously. not giving me a favor. They come, yeah. there's some reason. The key is to treat everybody the same
2: equal.
0: Yeah. Victoria, what, what would you add to that? That's me pretty much. It. That's what we
2: actually do. We just make sure everybody's taken well care of and treated like family. That's what you really do. They have their dogs. They have their kids. The kids will come up. Like they're walking down the street. They're like, hi, Victoria. And they they know you. I love that. So they come to the restaurant, you know, I take care of them right before their parents do. You know what I mean? We just really are. That was really a good a big point, family. what he said. You yeah. know the customer's name. You approach the customer. Yeah. Mr. Smith, Mr. J. J Mr. That's very important. Their kids That's come good. in, but you're also, you're, you also, you got the kids, to dogs. It's always a family unit. They come in in droves, girl. Like they come in, it's a party of 10. But you have to understand it's a party of 10. You have to take care of everybody, even the kids. They have the little babies. I got the little high chairs. I have everything set up. We have little crayons for them. Just little things, little extra things like that means a lot to a family, just too.
0: What celebrity have you been most excited to see at the restaurant?
1: Before I arrived to the United States, I was a big fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. It was the only movie I saw in my life. It was a Titanic. Wait,
2: really? i never
1: ever seen a movie because it was a very poor I- kid. I mean yeah. Leonardo walks in my restaurant. It was the biggest time and like excited. You loved it. I yeah, loved that he was that just, so happy. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, this guy is on the Titanic movie. Now he's in my restaurant. I'm like, can I take a picture? <laughs> oh with my he god, him I'm, I'm dying. I'm like, <laughs> you know, was like, look at And he's not a fam- he's not a friend with the picture No, he hates them. he, and actually then hates he was it. like, okay, if you're sending your mom, let's do it. So he's very uncomfortable. He was like pictures. really like, and then I'm like, wow, he's really cool. So I took a picture with him and oh. um, send it to That's my mom. That's my right there.
2: It was the only. A movie that I saw in my life. I can't ever. believe it was tight. I can't wait to even tell him I see him. I'm was dying. So, was I'm so excited. dying. I'm like, Zach has this cutest little situation with you. I'm <laughs> dying. Yeah. i found out about the story, so Leah I'm like,
1: so dying to tell him when I see him. So Kendall Jenner, I made him, t- I made her to serve drink in my bar. So we're in behind the bar this was another serving candle came in at the opening summer. Yeah, for 818 for her um, tequila. So we were like having a great time. I put her behind the
2: bar and serving sort of tricks Oh my God, customer. that was epic. That was an epic day. It was
1: another really epic day. It was, was an epic day because all the kids else.
2: were outside, inside, screaming. Like it was insane.
0: Victoria, what about you? What, who's, who's, which celebrity like had you started? Well, from?
2: I've been doing nightlife for 20 years. So I'm always hanging out with these people. So I know them very well, actually more personal than probably he does from the city. Cause I did nightlife. So we're always in the clubs doing the whole thing. So I have nicknames for certain ones. I can't really say. I have to keep okay. that in Victoria's secret, but I have to <laughs> say, ha, ha, ha. but I, I, I really don't cause I've known so many. So it's just normal to me. We're like friends. So it's like nothing to me.
0: What, what's the most ridiculous request you've you've received from a guest?
2: A couple of years from now, and I never forgot. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting
0: <laughs> with Joe Biden, and he's fine. <laughs>
1: we're having uh, lunch at my restaurant, busy day, busy, very busy. We're sitting back in the restaurant and having a great time, having my beautiful lunch with this two lady comes from the bathroom and look at my face, and she was like, "While you're sitting there, while you're." Gonna sit it. Do check your bathroom first. You're missing toilet paper. Can you bring me some? Wait, what? my face became so red. It's so true. My oh face my became so red. This woman comes to me. I'm sitting with the press, Vice President Joe Biden, then, and this lady comes asking me bring the toilet paper in your ladies' room. I mean, Joe was laughing like so. Lady, come here. What's your name? Oh <laughs> my god. So, we had so much fun with it, but she was kind of mean. She, she, she didn't really, she, didn't, she wasn't really thinking. And I'm like, okay, I will like, get up on my table. I said, Joe, excuse <laughs> me. I said with the I vice president. Walk,
2: <laughs> and then I go
1: to the bathroom, bring the, from men's room, I grab a couple of paper, toilet paper, and bring the ladies room. I'm like, now you can use the bathroom. <laughs> No, that's really nice. Um, I love that though. That's I, a mean, good I had to. This woman comes. I mean, imagine I'm sitting with the vice president of America. <laughs> hey, I asking for toilet, um, toilet paper?
0: I mean, she really had to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is the balls. But at the same time, what he did, what makes our place so special, it doesn't matter who he's sitting with, and I will he do. will get up and get and shit I will done. Get 100%.
0: When we come back, more with Zach and Victoria on their new Discovery Plus show, Serving the Hamptons. I mean, when you were approached to do a show centered around your re- restaurant, and all these things that we've been talking about, what was your first thought? I was, I
1: mean, the, the restaurant was already show. We were 100. missing the cameras, so everything was show. When I mean, this uh, Teresa, the lady comes in and I mean, she was very serious, very sharp. Yeah. strong Italian lady, and she was like, I wanted to show with you. First thing that I did, I put my phone down on the table. I was like, what was your last name? I'm like, well, she wrote a book. She seems really cool. She seems really sharp. I'm like, you know what? If you're serious, we're only doing the show. We're missing the cameras. Let's rock and roll. And it was mm. for for me, And my heart was super excited, but I didn't want to show her that I was 100%. super excited. Did I, I it? kept it so like screwed. I was like, okay, let's do and I was waiting for it, if it's gonna happen, if it's gonna be real. <laughs> and I mean, you're working the daily, and the camera is following, and things are getting real. I'm like, this must be like a dream. I mean, like seriously, you're watching all those things, people all around, you setting up the lighting, and it was incredible. I was flying. I mean, I didn't want to show her my excitement. I just want to make sure that yeah, you know, things getting real, and she's gonna. And I gave her even a hard time in the beginning first.
2: Let's get it done.
0: Was she was she like a customer or a client? Like she had she been in of,
1: before? Yeah, she was a customer.
2: That uh, she was um, she was scoping. She yeah, was, was scoping she, around.
1: You know, she came in. She was eating that all, all day long and checking everybody. We were uh-huh. kind of. I was kind of worried. Like, why she's doing this? <laughs> the main reason it came in a week or two weeks later that she wanted to do a TV show with yeah. us. So she basically yeah. f- uh, filmed on her side sitting in every corner, checking the restaurant, how these people work here, how everything runs, how this guy runs this restaurant. Uh, it became a, like a real deal. And she studied very well, us
2: and it, changed uh, it, it came up to the light, yeah.
0: Victoria, how was it, you know, kind of just navigating having cameras in the restaurant Girl, there, i've there... been
2: used to cameras i've been modeling since i was 15 my first movie was Devil oh
0: well there you go you know as far as the guests like were there guests that didn't want to be on camera oh, no, but
2: we know we know how to handle it so we had when people didn't want to be on camera we put, a back put them in the back patio or something like that because we had to make sure all the people that want to be on camera had NDAs. so we take sure we make sure we took care of everybody else that want to be on and did not want to be on we took care of <laughs> really easy and very really classy
0: what about your guys' restaurant in particular you think makes for good TV? We're we
2: are real people. We're so, real. Yeah, we're exactly. real
1: like uh, we, we don't fake anything. We don't make the like things like uh, fake it for the show. We're
2: real. 100% You catch me at CBS I'll be doing the same damn <laughs> shit, girl.
0: <laughs> I love hearing that because you know a lot of these like quote unquote reality shows you can tell that there's prompting and setups from producers, but this is just the real deal. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how professional does everyone keep things?
2: I am very professional. Better, yeah, 100 We are professional, but we just have children of the corn that, you know, makes mistakes here and there. <laughs> uh, I won't
1: give him 10, though. He's probably... I, I know,
2: I know, I know I'm not a 10. I'm a good eight. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I take my energy, I get, you know, the work needs to be work done, I'm there. But when I have to entertain, I kind of lose myself sometimes between working and entertaining, mm. where I get a little lost <laughs> and then a couple of cocktails get there. But at the end of the day, Everybody's so happy because I'm just laughing and giggling. Everybody's laughing and da- dancing too because I love dancing and singing.
0: What about romantic relationships? Uh, are are there any of those that we can expect to develop during this this series? I mean, he's but in the house more
2: than I. But I think, I think it's going to be more than usual. It's going to be definitely conflict between Ethan and Jill and Samantha. Jody, I think, is trying to like hit up on somebody here and there. Who knows? It's always something. You never know. The season changed. Let's put it that way.
0: What is something that we would be surprised to know about the show? Hmm.
1: Well, basically, you're going to see the reality behind the restaurant, behind the scene. Yeah, 100%. And that's what's that's going to be excited about. it. And then also the people who lives in the short-term work, you know, they come somewhere. But my team, everyone is a full-time employees. They have the beautiful house. We rent it for summer. And then you will see, basically, closely what's going on in that house, how they get ready to work, how... How they're acting, someone gets suspended. Why did she get suspended? Well, what's gonna get back to drama in the, the, drama the house? Yeah, so they're fighting for over the ship. So like, I mean, those are I don't see, but they happens behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, right? they've been doing like trying so to figure out who the best I see, And then with our guests, we'll see.
0: We were talking about that first episode. And Zach, one of the, the big storylines of that episode is um, that it was your birthday celebration. You were so fixated on having the perfect Greek salad served at your dinner. Oh, he's so
1: very picky I, about his food. The party. true story behind that. So as you know, I was a shepherd in, uh, back in Turkey when I was mm-hmm. 11 to 17, 18. Like a goat herder. I was a goat, yes, goat herder. So <gasps> I was going to mountain every day, 7 a.m., 7 p.m. So I wasn't coming <clears throat> home until then. So my mom used to put in stuff on in my bag that I can eat my lunch middle of the day, so, which was tomato, mm-hmm. cucumber, pepper, onion, green onion, and um, some salt. And only difference that my mom was adding it the uh, what do you call that uh, the green uh, not the deal
0: like parsley parsley or?
1: parsley yeah. so those are my meal every day every day because it was all my mom's farm we were just you know mom was just grabbing and stuff and putting and one big uh, pita bread long like four feet long so those are my stuff that I was going on so I will I used to mix them like when I was a little yeah. kid. It came to America, never been in the restaurant. So going to this high-end restaurant, my friend took me to a Greek restaurant. And we were going it. we want a Greek salad. I'm like, what is Greek salad? So I read it, up. <laughs> I seen the same exactly. So anytime I hear Greek salad, it takes me, when I was 11, when I was in yeah. the to meet my animals. It's such an incredible story for me. I already eat those stuff before I didn't even know what, what the hell we're here. Yeah. And now no. it comes to my attention, this is a Greek salad, a very well known salad in America. <laughs> and I already created salad was I mean, when I was eleven. So it's like basically seeing something that reminds me of something, it was so important for me.
0: Yeah, it's very nostalgic. And, and it's you know
1: so since then I'm a, this you call Greek salad, I call my, mom salad, yeah, <laughs> my mom's my salad. salad. yeah, here's basically my favorite salad. I mean, my mom used to feed me with that every day. From eleven-year-old to seven, 18 year old seven Yeah, that's a lot. I know your salads. So my, I know my salad. One hundred percent. Okay, call it Greek salad, but it was basically my mom's salad.
0: Is it true that you, like, while you were living in Turkey and you know working on the farm, that you somehow saw a photo of of New York and decided that that's where you wanted to move? Okay,
1: here's the story. It's very inspiring. I was eleven when I was in the mountains. So usually, day midday, I take my animals to the close to the water so they can get water, and then I they can rest an hour, so I can have my lunch. I will <clears throat> make my tea and stuff, and chop my tomatoes, make my Greek salad, make it wrap with my pita bread that my mom used to give me every day. While I was eating, then I seen one of my uh, cow or little baby cow crossing the river, which. I was never allowed to wow. go close there and pass the river. So I was a little kid. I can't even go get it back. Wow. So when I see that, I started screaming, crying, like going crazy. How am I going to save my cow? How is it going to die? The railroad across the street, so it's definitely going to get killed by train. And I was terrified. I was crying myself, screaming, and I had no chance to save this animal. And thinking, what should I do? I mean, I can't swim. I was a little kid. I will get You're a drone. I will die. What I did, took all my animals... Put them in the water. Grab one of my cows, the tail, swim with it, and cross the water. As soon as I get out of the water, I run to the railroad, and I made sure none of my animals gets close to it. And then my animals were feeding themselves by the waterside and all, and uh, I was enjoying by railroad. There was so much stuff people throw from the train. I mean, there was all the cans and garbage, all the garbage yeah. stuff. But I was enjoying with them. I never seen those stuff. So I sent this newspaper. I saw the. The first page where the New York City, where exactly the, all the buildings are and lined up, beautiful Manhattan picture. I'm like, what, what is this? It says <laughs> so New York. I have no oh my gosh. York I didn't even know what New York is. Oh, so I'm reading cool. looking at this. It's Turkish stuff and all. I'm like, this is so cool. So <laughs> I caught it, that piece. I put it in my, like I swear, in my bag and my heart side and keep that picture, 18-year-old. Hide it. And I was always, I'm going here. <laughs> but I'm talking to myself. No one knows. I hide my mom. I hide he from manifested. my manifested. I didn't want anyone knows where am I going. And I kept that picture. It was my basic Do you still thing. have it? It was, no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. But that, that was my ticket to New York. That was, it started Literally, when, was when, when I was 11 years old. It started when I was 11 years old. And that was in my pocket years. Then I got rid of it. And then I, Basically, one day I woke up, I was in Manhattan. Honey, that's a story. And it was an incredible, like, dream for me. Like, dance paper made a beautiful story the other day for me. It was like, and I said that in the end of the story, I hope this will never end, that I'm going to wake up in Turkey saying that, wow, this was a great dream.
0: Do you still have family back in Turkey?
1: My mom and uh, my brothers live in Turkey.
0: What, what do they think about all this? Do they know about the show?
1: So my mom is interested. So I was born in Cave, and when I was born in that little mountain, we did not have a school. So basically, mom and dad never went to school. She doesn't know how to read. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what is what. So it's basically old school people, but it wasn't their fault. There was no school back then. And we're all the way in eastern Turkey called Little State, Erzincan. And then, then the, I'm in the mountainside. So mom is, she knows I'm in America. She knows I'm working in restaurant, but she knows the Turkish, the way that she knows that my restaurant, as like, you know, you go to Turkey in the mountainside, you have only a restaurant that cooks only two dishes, and you only get maybe four or five customers a day. Wow. So my mom's still thinking that, that I have the restaurant oh. and all those stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell her mom, I made it 1,400 people today. I serve 1,400. She doesn't, she get, doesn't it. get it. I said, mom, I made 150000 today. She doesn't get it. She's like, oh, are you okay? You're happy? You're Aww. healthy? She's on a different world. That she's not even like... But um, I TV love show, it, though. When I told her, Anne, mom, we call uh, my show is coming. That My mom loves to watch TV. <laughs> and I said, I know it's not in Turkish, but Hopefully we'll have someone to translate for you and you will sit down and watch your own sound. And it was crime. My mom was like, oh. that is no, you're not gonna I'm like, Mom, it's it's done. It's and it's I send the screenshots and all the stuff the other day. I'm like, look, mom, it's a Discovery Plus. This is the channel that they're gonna put it. I'm here. That's that's true story. It's happening, it's gonna happen in a couple of days. And she's in a different world and she's still in dream that I don't think she gets it. Hopefully she will watch it oh and she will cry once she sees me. Oh, I think she a picture over me no, she's when I was gonna a
0: shepherd.
1: She's going to cry like so and hard. And there's the pictures when I was a shepherd. My mom probably going to cry all night long.
2: She'll, I, put, yeah. your up, she'll put your shepherd <laughs> picture <laughs> up, and she'll put your restaurant picture she up. She'll like, that was my son. Made it. Was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Season two, we need Zach and Victoria to, to go to Turkey. We're going back to my <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that at all, actually. Oh, my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Uh, we're going to finish things off with a little rapid fire round. And then we have one final question for both of you. Let's get it. OK, so when visiting the Hamptons, what's the one essential Hamptons dish you must eat?
2: Chicken Parmesan.
1: I will say all the dishes at seventy five. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you must try all dishes.
0: I, I thought one of you were going to say like lobster roll or something like that. Oh, lo, 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 lobster, <laughs> lobster roll is good for lunch. I like doing lobster, lobster for Kisadya
1: lunch. It's
2: yeah. so good. Yes. Okay,
0: all right. the seafood is good. Yeah. Okay. Biggest professional pet peeve.
2: Not cleaning a table. I hate when a busboy forgets to clean a table. That's so. That's it. Like they forgot to get something off. Like you have to. I like clean the top, clean the bottom. You know, I would do both. <laughs> that would be mine. I like everything to be clean.
0: Zach, do you have a, a professional pet peeve?
2: Not really. I mean, it's all teams, the whole stuff. Like We're good, that. but that's,
0: okay. Well, good. Uh Cocktail or mocktail of choice?
2: I'm a cocktail girl, honey. Yeah, I make a rainbow cocktail. Okay. My or set. an espresso martini. I love my espresso. We make some really good espresso martinis. Actually, we are known for that.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I love an espresso martini. So, all right, favorite 75 main menu item. Whole oh, menu.
2: It's just uh, true. It's I can't true. say one day. There's a lot of menu, good stuff it's, on it's, there. Yeah. It's, it's really You busy. have to see the menu because then you'll be like, then you'll realize what he's saying is like, right. is my <laughs> it's like, that. I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that.
0: <laughs> Fair. It's like choosing a favorite child.
2: You, need to make, <laughs> just, you know what? You need to make your table just a family meal table, just have everything. And everybody just thing. picks. Everybody's That'd be the best way of doing it.
0: Okay. Rate your own cooking skills on a scale of one to 10.
2: Oh, I'm out this way.
0: So is that a zero? <laughs> this
2: bitch don't cook. I only okay, cook in one area, and that bitch ain't on the TV show, guys. <laughs> and my bedroom is off limits.
0: Oh, my gosh. Zach, what, what, how do you follow that up?
2: <laughs> 10 to 9.
0: Oh, okay. What's your right. What is Yeah, that? 9. Okay. All right. Celebrity, you would love to serve at 75 Main that you have not yet.
1: I mean, I as I said, Leonardo was my favorite, but I already did many times. And, um...
2: Who else would I, I can think of? There's so many good people. They've already come. all been
0: there, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, the,
2: it, we're all the same. So we all come. It's all the same. It's all really no difference. They're all the same size, the same people, just people in general.
0: I love that. 75 main staff member you wouldn't mind being stranded on a desert island with. Oh, I
2: know that's going to be me right <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're wrong on that. <laughs> Jeez, I'm strong and lift up shit. I'm like, you no. a laugh all damn day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Chef Brogan. Oh, okay. Because she can cook.
0: Well, that's smart. All right, 75 main staff member you cannot trust with the secret.
2: Victoria probably the one I do not like. I need my secret. Can't do that to me. That'll be your other associate, Jill. Nah, Victoria. I will chill. What's <laughs> the big Pandora's box here, honey?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if someone was visiting the Hamptons for twenty-four hours, what must they do?
2: I will tell. First no. thing,
1: go in a nice, beautiful coffee shop, Golden yeah. Pear. Second, you go to Seventy Five Main, have a beautiful brunch, mm-hmm. and go to Cooper's Beach afternoon. <gasps> and then go to taste the cookies company that we have here. Mm. Very well known and they're world famous. And then dinner time, we go to Blumar, have a beautiful dinner, go back to city.
2: And then I'll take you out from there and then we'll take you to public house because I do karaoke, I do DJ, I do dance and then you go to sleep around two, three o'clock and then you wake up in the morning go back for hey, the breakfast.
0: Okay. I mean, that sounds wonderful. Count me in for, for Oh yeah, do
2: Merv's too. Merv's Zach a cool place to go to too. All
0: right. Good to know. Good to know. All right. So our final question, we asked this to everybody here on Food Network Obsessed um, and that is what would be on the menu for your perfect food day? So we want to hear what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. You can time travel. You don't you don't have to, you know, stay in the same place. I've never you can... up that early. All right. So, I mean, brunch for you. <laughs> and the only time I eat good at his restaurant with my yeah. family. There you go. <laughs> right, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let Zach take this one then. <laughs> I'm
1: a very um, straightforward. I get up early. I do my workout. I run a couple miles, come back to my restaurant and. For my lunch, I'll only eat one avocado straight, simple avocado with the virgin olive oil. And till seven o'clock, six to seven, I'll have my dinner. Mostly, I try not to eat meat, but the fish, my first choice. I will have a beautiful piece of fish and my dinner and with the vegetable. That will be my. I no dessert, no not. No, no sweet.
0: dessert. Because Victoria's just having the the chicken parm and uh, Girl, no chicken parm. Have no
2: idea. I love the steak. The steak. I love my mashed potatoes. I, I love mashed potatoes and stuff like that. That's. I mean, I'm just me.
0: I love it. I mean, this has been a blast. If this if, if this interview is any indication of uh, what we can expect to see on this season, I think uh, people are going to be very very entertained.
1: The show it's going to be like what you have seen just two. It's going to be whole family. <laughs> the whole public gets together. This show you must see.
0: We're gonna serve you everywhere, probably. Okay. Well, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna hit you guys up for a reservation so I can see uh, the madness in person. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. No
1: problem. Thanks for having us.
0: Wow. Uh, no shortage of entertainment with those two, and you can catch them on Serving the Hamptons. All episodes are streaming now on Discovery Plus. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. We do love it when you do that. And don't forget to check out the link in this episode's description and vote for Food Network Obsessed to win a Webby. That's all for now. We'll catch you foodies next Friday.